starting. Yeah. Okay. They said we couldn't do it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Hey Good Book and the Book Podcast. This is Penny, Megan, and Brittany. And this is our special quarantine edition. Mm. Now that we're locked away. Which sounds like a, a wonderful thing it, to introverts. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, I haven't noticed a single it. change. <laughs> well, you're still going to work. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm indeed been work from home since early March. So I'm got some cabin fever. Um, I really want to go to the beach, but Same. I'm healthy. Everyone I know is healthy. So I'll take, I'll take those wins. Yeah, that's good. It's a good thing. But uh, it, it definitely sucks in a lot of ways. Mm. For sure. For sure. But Meg, you're not really an introvert, I would say. Right? You're an extrovert. I'm, yeah. I'm middle. I'm like middle. middle of the road. I have some strong tendencies on both sides. But I love to go out and be out and then have like two days to recuperate. <laughs> <laughs> See, I need about two weeks yeah. before I go out. <laughs> mm. I can do like one fun thing a month. <laughs> The levels, the <laughs> levels of introversion right here. Nah, I got, I got like one a week in me. Nice, nice. That's how I feel. So, but other than that, I'm happy to stay home. <laughs> and what is the, like, you guys have been like this too, since quarantine started and you find all this free time to be able to do all these things. You're like, oh, if only I had more time, which is mm-hmm. usually like read books. Mm-hmm. I haven't been doing a whole lot of that. Yeah, all I've been doing is playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> so <laughs> that's my life. But I'm, I'm starting to like get my... over it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. which is good. Oh. Yeah, it's, it's lost. In time it's, to uh, move on to the sheen. next thing. Yeah, might go back to normal habits here soon. Mm. Just in I, time. Uh, there we go. We watched. Uh, we watched every single episode of Money Heist. I'm um, in Ooh. Spanish, not the dubbed version. Um, and my lord, it was so good. I love it so much. It gave me a show hangover, and I just didn't want to watch anything or read anything or consume any sort of story because I was like, it doesn't compare. Oh my god! Now I want to watch it, but I don't speak any Spanish. It's subtitled. It's. Oh, for some reason, when you said not the dubbed version, I thought that you watched it in Spanish, like without subtitles, because you told me you were learning Spanish, and I was like, "Damn, Meg, that is that is impressive." (laughs) No, I would never. I would not not know what was going on. No, I don't speak that much Spanish, like poquito. Um, (laughs) But it's it's subtitled, and it takes a little bit to get used to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you do, you don't really notice. And it's, I feel like it's so much better because those actors are so good. And the dubbed version is just. The dubbed version of anything is usually kind of. So bullshit. It's poop. Yeah. But highly recommend if anybody just wants like an exciting, fun time. Nice. Yeah. I haven't yeah. had much extra time. I've been working more though since quarantine started pretty much i think the first week and a half was slow and then it was like crazy crazy but um 
I don't know. Even my husband, like, he's working from home and stuff, and you'd think he'd have more time to do stuff, and for some stuff, sure, but there's also, like, a lot of things that you think you have time for, but it's be with the way the world is now, I feel like you don't have access to things. Like, mm. we couldn't get fucking paper towels for two weeks anywhere. <laughs> so, no. I don't know. We. We didn't do a crazy stock up of, like, toilet paper or anything, mm -hmm. um, but we just kind of had enough. Meg gets, a like, a auto ship oh, uh, like a once boxed... a month anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we were good, and then the freak out was, what, like, two months where you couldn't really get a whole bunch of stuff, and now things seem to be restocked, except you can't find cleaning stuff still. Yeah, the cleaning stuff is still gone. Right? I'm like, I just want some Comet to make my shower look good. <laughs> like, I had to use some knockoff shit. Let me tell you, it did not work. So it looks like my shower still looks crap. It's not sparkling white like I need it to be. What a so, bunch of bullshit. I know. <laughs> I know. Like, rough world we live in. But... Again, like I always feel like such a little whiny bitch when I'm like, my shower doesn't look that clean. And <laughs> other people are like, I can't breathe because I have Corona. And I'm like, I know, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, technically, you could say that about anything, though. It's mm. like you're like, oh, man, I got a paper cut like right at the knuckle. And someone could be like, yeah, I have cancer. It's like, yeah. okay, well, sorry, but can you let me have my moment? No, I'm just kidding. Right? Like, that doesn't diminish my pain just because right? yours is worse. Yeah, I feel that. I just feel like right now it's just, um, I feel the need to be extra sensitive to yeah. everything that's going on just because I'm so secluded. And so I don't truly know, except for what's in the media um cat's taking something down in the background so if you hear oh got it got it got it crashing that would be why um uh but yeah like you know it, you never know what true what truth what the truth really is and the media kind of sensationalizes everything and then everything's worst case scenario so you don't know when to truly freak out or not you know so I'm just like, I'm just going to err on the side of caution in that's, regards to everything. That's fair. That's fair. I agree. And uh, I think we're all trying our best, doing our part as mm -hmm. much as possible. Right on. But at least we don't live in the fucking Ilya world that is in the selection. <laughs> <gasps> nice, nice transition. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So it's for like those... Of you listening who have listened before, um, this week we decided to do The Selection by Kira Cass. Not a new book, obviously. It came out in, what, 2012? Mm, but um, It was the original Dumpster Fire. I think. Yeah. <laughs> but Brittany made me buy it, and then she made a, all of us read it. And now we were like, oh, my God, it's so, there's so much. It's a short book, but there's so many things to talk about in it. Mm -hmm. So we were like, let's bring it back to talk about this fucking book, <laughs> because we assume just so, you know, from the off the bat that everyone who's listening to this has read it or doesn't give a fuck about spoilers. So spoilers all throughout this episode, I'm going to say, yeah, just to clear the air. Yeah, and I'll try it? not to spoil the uh, second and third books. 
Yeah. I mean, but I'm going to forget where it ends. I don't care, but (laughs) yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I kind of feel like there's not a lot to spoil because I pretty much predicted you would actually you'd be you'd be pretty surprised honestly really okay okay well we'll we'll find out we only read the first one in the series so far so um let's start off with star ratings what did you guys give this book (laughs) i give this a a trash five like a trash five yeah new category that's what i did this is your acomath yeah i gave acomath a trash five Mm mm-hmm yeah, I could I could see that. Maybe it's not a five. Maybe it's more of a four, but it's still fun. So, yeah, I'm gonna okay. give it a five. I enjoyed it nice. the second time through. Nice. I gave it a three because yeah. it it was fun trash, and it it really <laughs> kind of led the way for the rest of those trash authors to write their trash books. <laughs> Theme of today is trash. Um, yeah, Trash Five is a yeah. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, I sped through it, even though I, I would recommend reading the physical copy of this. I think Brittany has a differing opinion than I do, but I hated uh, the narrator <laughs> for this book. I hated. Yeah, her she's so, not great. I, Who's the narrator? Um, I'm not sure. Let's call uh. her out, shall we? <laughs> I'll look while you're look while you're. I'm wondering if she's the same narrator that's done like the the Sarah J. Moss like Throne of Glass books, because mm. I don't like her and she does all of Sarah J. Moss's narrator narration. I'm just curious. Um, I also gave it a three while while you're looking that up. Oh, that's Amy Rubinate. Mm, mm. Thank you. No, a different person. Yeah, so I the first time I went through it, I ended up switching to the physical copy during the second one, mm-hmm. because yeah, the narration wasn't great. But <laughs> yeah, for this one, because I was playing Animal Crossing the whole time, I was just listening to the audiobooks. It didn't really bother me since I'd already heard it before. Right. Mm, fair. Yeah, I have a hard time with narrators. I can't do audiobooks for young adult because I know that they're basically actors and they're trying to put on this like you know teenage character going through these very dramatic moments in their life but hearing that just sounds really whiny and annoying to me (laughs) when it's like acted out but if i'm just reading it i can like downplay it a little in my head so it sounds more like oh and then he was being a dick instead of oh and then he was being a dick and i'm like oh my god (laughs) yeah that's not how this narrator is at all she's pretty yeah like monotone honestly she's completely monotone every sentence sounds the exact same except statements sound like questions and questions (laughs) sound like statements yeah that would annoy me i was so annoyed and there was zero inflection no emotion it like it's like if I narrated a book, it would be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what it sounds And it will like. literally oh, say, <laughs> like, yell whispered or some or whisper yelled. And she oh says it just like this. And she just keeps saying it like that. I'm like, it. you have instructions of how to say this. Like, it's giving you action. <laughs> what are you doing? Tisk, <sighs> tisk. But I don't, I don't judge the book based off the audio book um, or the narrator. No, it sounds I mean, like you gave it a very fair rating. Like, yeah, I was yeah. expecting I you to go so. lower. Mm, I thought about it, but 
I always take into consideration that if I want to keep reading a book, like I want to know what's happening next and I read it really quickly, um, I'll usually bump it up a star just for that, just for pure entertainment value and its ability to keep me engaged. Um, Yeah. And so that's probably why I got a little more. The rest of it, we'll get into it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Let's let's start it. There's some um, shit to talk about. You're going to get a penny synopsis corner here? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really doing a synopsis, a synopsis because we're going to talk about the whole story. So I was just going to skip that bit, if that's okay. Everyone who's okay. listening has read this book, I, I feel like, at this point. Probably, right? yeah. So or the synopsis or is this is the... To. This is The Bachelor, but in <laughs> YA form. Dystopian. That's yeah. what this YA is. YA dystopian yeah. form. YA dystopian, yeah. The Bachelor. That's really all you need to know about this book. Um, Which you don't get a ton of either, really, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> okay, so just so you guys know, full disclaimer, I have never, ever watched The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. I've watched maybe like 10 minutes of one episode of The Bachelor, and I was like, what is this? And I turned it off. I like Same. accidentally found it and I was like, I don't like this. So I'm not one of those people that has seen all of The Bachelor and was really into it and can name like the people on it. And um, I don't have like a problem with those people, but I'm not that. So if anyone wants to talk comparisons, I'm just going to sit quietly. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't either. I think I've done the exact same thing as you. As I think yeah. someone was watching The Bachelor one time and I was like, okay, I'll give it a second. Right. Give it 10 yeah. minutes. And I was like, I'm going to go. <laughs> do my own thing yeah i've only seen like a few episodes with people who are super into it but yeah i'm not super into it myself i get secondhand embarrassment way too bad for that yeah it's so bad although i watched the shit out of jersey shore i'm not even gonna lie about that i love the jersey shore (laughs) (laughs) riddle me that You know, everyone's got to have some of that stuff in their life. But um, but yeah, so that's the selection in a nutshell. Um, huh. Basically, the story far- follows America Singer. She's the main character. She's a teenager living in this dystopian future. And it's post-World War III, where the United States and Canada have combined to form one nation ruled by a monarchy known as Il- Ilea. Am I saying that probably correctly? I think it's Ilea. Ilya. So this new country has like a caste system by number with one is at the top and then you have like eights all the way at the bottom. So it's like a paint by numbers, but the oppressive kind. (laughs) And uh, America is a five in this world. So everyone in, in that cast is like some form of an artist and America singer is a singer and musician. And she earns like a really small pittance um, that is mostly given to her family to keep them alive. And then she stows away a little bit for her her secret boyfriend, who's a six, which is only one below her cast. But um, that's like a big deal in this world. So that's kind of the the beginning that kicks you off of where you're at. Um, Yeah. Which is where kind of my first issue came in. I was like, the musicians and artists, (laughs) the people that, like, have historically made so much money entertaining if they're really good. Well, yeah, I think the point of that is uh, she would be more of, like, a uh, 
someone who does like open mic nights kind of thing. Like I think she'd be on that level. <laughs> she's not a Beyonce, that's for sure. She's just uh, she'd be like the people who perform. Uh, yeah, but they don't like, really have anybody else. Local you're not theater, like it'd be like that no. kind of thing. I would yeah. imagine. But you're you're not really allowed to do like if you which one there were like teeth well and like the blue collar stuff like laborers or whatever you want to call it whatever you know the sixes and sevens or whatever i thought no i think that they're a little bit higher right mm. oh i thought the well, white collar stuff seven. would be higher so like teachers yeah. and stuff and uh yeah, i think she, she got um, promoted to a three right because just so for she getting could have been selected. a secretary or something yeah and what she's talking about being a teacher i'm gonna I'm i don't remember do what i think four, four might have been like factory work Oh, was it? Yeah, maybe. Okay. I, don't, I mean, it's, that's not it's the not, thing to focus on in this story. Yeah, <laughs> the caste system is it's flawed, and yeah, it um, is. I mean, like most things in this book, it, she doesn't spend a lot of time on building out the world and the history. She might get right. into that in later books. I don't know, but um, because it's YA, because it's you know short and mostly kind of a trash romance novel, it's. Uh, you're not getting as much of that like yeah background you don't get a ton of the history either on like how this even happened you get like a brief paragraph on on how it happened and then it kind of moves on from there uh, yeah but um but in this new world america's world uh there's no option for birth control in the lower castes and sex before marriage is illegal and I guess it's, like, punishable by death or imprisonment, but that's not really clear to me. Um, which is, uh, in and of itself, extremely problematic and fucked up. And, like, I I kept trying to figure out, I was like, is this author trying to do, like, a political commentary on communism? But then she would switch it, and I was like, wait, is it about the dangers of capitalism? And then it would switch, and I was like, wait, is she trying to warn us against socialism? And it got really confusing. And then I was like, maybe she doesn't actually have a clear message here, and she just wrote stuff that sounds bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> I think I think that's probably more along the lines of, uh, of what she was going for. It just yeah. seemed like such... A, a mishmash of things like she didn't maybe spend a whole lot of time on research to really develop a world she was just like this girl she's a singer she's beautiful she doesn't know it <laughs> she lives in america her name's america singer yeah oh, she yeah. sings her last name's singer done great moving on editor any anything nothing to add okay Who great says writing a book is hard this is so easy <laughs> Right. Uh, <laughs> it's just one of those random plot generator things. Just uh-huh. <laughs> throw shit in a hat, mix it up, pull it out. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I mean I don't want to make fun of the author too much on this because there were definitely moments where I was like, I could feel like this is going into something deeper, but I don't know if it is or if that's an accident. I'm like, is this intentional or is that a fluke? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. And maybe it's because yeah. I read. Every time I read a dystopian book, it really is a commentary on, you know, the politics right. of the time or the locale. And this almost seems like it could be that. But because there's no clear message, I'm like, no, it's probably not that. Yeah. And, you know, when you read The Hunger Games and The Hunger Games is so well plotted out and has a very deep story and you understand the world and you really you can 
feel the world, see the world. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard. And then that was just such a huge series. And to go back to a book from 2012 and read it, you know, after that Hunger Games sensation, <laughs> um, I think that you, uh, you, you unintentionally and by, you know, general you. Yeah. Make comparisons between the two. And I don't know if that's necessarily fair because that's kind of what I did. And I was like, okay. But, <laughs> you know, it's got a lot more fun qualities and, and kind of like Brittany was saying, like it, you know, we're picking apart the cast system. It's not the fucking point. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's, it's not. Just... It's not. But, uh, but it's at the same time, not to beat a dead horse, but like why mention it if you're not going to, True. you know, build your world from that. And yeah. I, I guess the point is just so you can like explain some things in the plot so that they make sense. But yeah. um, oh, it Hunger Games came whatever. out in 08. Oh, 08. Oh, man. I'm old. I remember when it came out. Okay. Same. I wonder when I read that. And so, I don't remember when it like, first came out. Like the first book? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. I thought it was older than that for some reason. Um, that's when I met Colin. Oh. Oh. Throwback. Um, well, moving on, since we're not going to get too into this world that we had very little information about, um, blah, blah, blah. blah. Oh, so also another thing, just, just so we can get a clear picture. So this country also faces a lot of outside political turmoil and it's constantly attacked by Northern and Southern rebels. (laughs) Um, why they're attacking isn't really clear. So I'm guessing that they are left without like localized governments because all that we know about this world is that it has a monarchy ruling. There's no like other information about like, you know, the U S and Canada are fucking huge and you know, we have local governments on top of local governments to manage all the people and land of these areas. So when you fuse all that together and then you're like, now you're going to answer to one, you know, sovereign, um, it, I feel like that would probably explain why there's like all of these random people coming from like the far reaches of the country to kind of, you know, start some shit Mad Max style. I don't really know, but it's not clear <laughs> again, because none of this has gotten into It's just <laughs> thrown in there so that you could like put the main character and the prince a- alone in a room together and make them and talk it's to like each things other. things are boring. Yeah. Let's have a rebel attack. <laughs> yeah, and they, exactly. do, they do explain it later in the books. Oh, okay, okay. It, it does get fleshed out, like, the whole caste system and northern rebel situation. Oh, my God. The history. It's more prevalent and, yeah. later on, yeah. Oh, okay, so, so this really one... was just, like, a, a complete introduction to, right. like, a, it's kind of like a summary of the whole series, then, kind of, and... Okay. 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 I will. <laughs> I will allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. So moving on from there, um, America's in love with this guy named Aspen, which is the Fuck dumbest Aspen. name the ever. <laughs> the dumbest name. The stupidest human. Oh my god. Oh. Now um, we're gonna get into some stuff. Continue. So they have this like you know clandestine love affair, which is going on for two years. Which is pretty insane to me because two years when you're a teenager to sneak off making out without anyone finding out one and two without giving in to fucking each other is pretty astounding <laughs> to me. Just saying. Uh. Um, she's got way more willpower than I do. But anyway, he's like a six, which I guess is like the servant class. And, and you know, you think America's family is poor, making all their babies work and shit. 
his family is like so super poor and because they don't allow them to have birth control i guess they're like the irish catholics where they have like <laughs> a million babies that they can't feed yeah. um i'm allowed to say that i'm cutting no, i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> no but basically uh they they have this like you know secret romance and he's apparently super hot but he's also just like kind of a dumb asshole like she tries to buy him food or make him food and he's like oh i want to do stuff for you not you do stuff for me oh you don't get it yeah. i'm supposed to be the provider <laughs> and it's like this super sweet thing that she's doing because she's got because well She's gotten into the selection, right? Like, and she decided to do it because she wanted to provide for her family. She did not want to be part of the selection. She had no desire to enter into this madhouse. Yeah, she's not and, like other girls, in case anyone was wondering. Oh, uh, no, not at all. We get reminded of that frequently. She's not <laughs> like other girls. She doesn't like makeup either. Uh, and like, princess just to do dresses. A Ew. Oh, I want to wear pants. I don't, don't want to wear dresses. I want to wear pants. Um, I'm getting ahead of myself. Anyway, so she, her mother talks her into going. Well, her mother to bullies the her and guilts her into yeah. going. And then and Aspen then, manipulates her into going. Right. Yeah, exactly. Aspen's like, you have to go. You have to do this for yourself. And sorry, that's just what his voice sounds like to me. I can't remember anything oh, distinctly because it all sounds just meh. <laughs> I'm so hot and dumb. Um, so typical dude, typical high school boy. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Typical Y baddie. Um, <laughs> And so she she finally gets in, goes, and it's the night before she's going to leave, right, for the selection? Because like, mm -hmm. they have to go live in the house. Um, and so, but she gets, like, an initial fund and spends a little bit of that money on food. Mm -hmm. And she's been sneaking him meals for years because he he doesn't have enough money and gives all of his food to his family. And so he doesn't eat. So she takes him his leftovers and so she gives him this big meal and he just like basically throws it in her face and starts crying his stupid little dumb boy brain out <laughs> because she bought food and he it's like that whole like the woman who makes more money than the man and he like his little ego gets gets questioned and he goes off on her and it's just, I was so mad when this happened. And I was like, how do you not see? And she's so upset. Instead of being like, fuck you. Yeah. Um, I'm doing something nice <laughs> that you can't afford. Like, check it. Sorry, yeah. I annoyed Ooh, you with my friendship. I was so mad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm. that whole part of the book. Um, I mean, obviously the author was trying to put some kind of conflict there that would force um, us to one, you know, not root for Aspen's character, and two, mm -hmm. force them to split before she went off to right. the palace. So it makes sense, but it was it was done in a way that was a little bit like, um, it just it just felt really rushed and lazy to me. And then she also like, went a little too far. Like, you hated Aspen yeah. almost immediately. You're like, dump yeah. this guy. Go to the castle. Like, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Because there's not one second later on that you root for Aspen. No, yeah. I think you're absolutely right. Because you're also instantly going, like, 
okay, so that that part of her life is over. Mm-hmm. Time to turn the new leaf. Now she's going to go. Obviously, she's going to get chosen for the selection. Uh, well, this was this happened after she got chosen. But um, which surprise, surprise, she's like, I'm not going to get chosen anyway. So what's the big deal in signing up? Which she says so many times right. in the beginning <laughs> of the story. Um, so when she goes and she's, you know, hearing about from his mom that, oh, you know, and his sisters that, oh, he's been like singing to himself lately and we think he's in love. And it's very like, you remember that part in Little Mermaid right <laughs> after Ariel meets Eric and she's like singing and floating around. Her sisters are like, oh, she's got it bad. And Trident's like, what she got? And everyone's like, she's in love. Can't you tell? That's how I imagined Aspen was during that moment where he was like floating around in love, but I didn't think that it was with America. Like, I don't know if that gets revealed later, but I think, uh, and I'm probably going to sound like an idiot if I'm totally wrong, but I don't care. I think that he met somebody else and was looking for an excuse to break up with her and then regretted it later when she, you know, was in her pretty dresses and he saw her at the palace getting attention from another dude, like Mm. a typical asshole boyfriend. Yeah. yeah, cheater, philanderer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I hope yeah. that's what it is. I just, like, he's one of those characters that I know I'm going to love to hate. And I just want all the bad things to happen to him. And I just want to find out more asshole things that he's done. <laughs> it's so, I can so hate nice. Him more. Yeah. I love being so validated. Good. It's so I know, and it's great because, like, it makes America make such stupid choices, and that's why, like I said, she's one of like my the most annoying protagonist I've ever read in a book. Is America <laughs> Singer like she's the worst? She makes the worst choices. It's like, what's the worst possible thing I could do for myself right now? And that's what she does. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know what? I I I went into the story thinking that I would feel the same way, and I actually don't think that she was that dumb. I think that she was definitely dumb, but if I'm comparing her to other YA uh, characters, I I think she's, if not on par or the same as, or just above. Like, Feyre, I think, was real fucking dumb. She couldn't yeah. figure out that poem in that first book. <sighs> and she was, was like, aggressively dumb, too. Like, yeah. she thought she was so right when she was, at least America, uh, like, questions her choices a little right? bit. Right? Yeah. It feels a little bit of guilt. Feyre was just like, fuck you, I'm doing what I want. <laughs> Yeah. Truly the Trail dumb, yeah. Fire. yeah. Totally yeah. just big yeah, old yeah. dum-dum. Just like, you sh- I'm surprised you can breathe on your own. And then um, even, <laughs> like, as much as I love The Hunger Games, even Katniss was kind of dumb in The Hunger Games. She had a lot of moments where she was just, like, not picking up on all the, cl- <laughs> like, context clues laid out for her yeah. by everyone around. So... I mean, at least yeah, she had a just, skill. <laughs> she, at least it, she had a skill. True. Yeah. And Catrovert? Catrovert? <laughs> was a true introvert. She was just like, everybody, just leave me the fuck alone. Right? I don't want to. I don't want to do sit I don't want to go to your parties. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't want to hang out with y'all. <laughs> I don't want to be in love with you. I literally just want to do my own thing. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Goodbye. But, like, Farah. It's hard to get dumber than that, than Farah. Worst character I've ever read. Like, and it makes me feel so bad as a woman who like has like thank God for the man in the story. (laughs) It was the only redeeming quality, and I freaking loved it. Like I said, would we call it a trash five? Trash five. Yeah. And America, like, 
I just had to keep reminding myself that she was, what, 16? Yeah. Yeah. And there's that too. And like, we've all been duped by that dude. And so I got it. And it just reminded me of 16 year old Megan who, <laughs> the fuck, even 22 year old Megan who thought that she, uh, she I knew know. what was going on. She yeah. didn't. She didn't. She made dumb decisions too, like real dumb. Um, but I liked. Um, how she kind of navigated it once she got into the selection and she, I don't know, it was really dumb, that, but also I kind of liked it that she was like, Hey, let's, let's real talk. I just want to be your friend. So if you could just keep me around and we can be like friends and allies. Um, I thought that that was kind of good, but also, I don't know. I didn't really know how to feel about it. I ended on the positive side, but I was just like, this is so weird. Like, how does this, what is happening? Yeah, let's get, so let's get into that. Let's move on from Aspen, which we all agree is a stupid name for a stupid yeah, guy. Yeah, we'll come back to him. Yeah, he's well, got more dumb he's, shit. He's coming back, so we haven't lost him, even though they broke up. So, uh, skipping ahead a bit, uh, she obviously gets selected for the selection. Her family's, like, overjoyed. She's kind of swept up in this, you know, whirlwind of changes and um basically what the selection is is where the monarchy has like a prince and they're like okay we don't want him to marry like another princess from another monarchy we want like our people to be involved in this which is weird in and of itself but whatever so they like choose you know this is where the bachelor aspect comes in 35 eligible little bachelorettes and uh they ship them to this palace and then he picks from the 35 which one will be the next queen um super perfect system don't see any reason why we don't <laughs> currently have this set up but um <laughs> basically all of these women sign up and she gets selected as one of the top 35 instantly she's like swept into this new world her family's given money you know to compensate her being taken away and because she's now special because she was hot enough to be selected and she goes off to the palace well on her way there's like already like fans set up at the airports seeing off all the selected girls because this is all televised kind of like you know the bachelor or america's next top model or whatever the fuck so people are already like rooting for america and she goes and like spends extra time like shaking people's hands and like you know, taking photos with them and signing autographs. And she's like, oh, I don't know. Like, I guess I'm pretty, like, I don't know why you love me. I guess I'm beautiful. <laughs> so there's that whole aspect of it. And then, of course, you're introduced to a couple other girls, uh, just a couple of the 35. One is, uh, ends up being a friend and an ally of hers whose name is, I always forget, Elsa. Marley. Marley, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Elsa. That was close. That was Ice close. queen. Yeah, uh, you know, close enough. So... Uh, Marley is like super sweet and you know friendly and just like yeah let's just hang out and it's gonna be awesome and then she's introduced to Celeste who's obviously like the bitch and um, before we get off of this topic I just want to say that the whole concept here and I get that it was 2012 and it was a different time but the whole concept here of being like let's pick a girl who wears makeup and you know, has a great body and does modeling and make her like the enemy and the evil one. And all the girls that are just like plain, but really beautiful inside mm. and want to wear <laughs> pants are the good girls. And I'm like, can we stop doing that to other girls? Yeah. I don't know. I know they yeah. needed to give her like internal conflict within the group. 
And I, I yeah. like how I like that she did that for sure. But it was just like hitting me over the head with like, this is that mean, pretty bitch from your high school. And that was mm -hmm. exactly what she was trying to say. This is Regina George in the selection. <laughs> right. And who doesn't love Regina George? Yeah. I know. <laughs> and Celeste does she get me in the face, some redemption but... later on, too, in the series. I figured she would because they wouldn't bring her up so much if... Uh, if she wasn't going to play in later. I yeah, she's, like. she turns out to be actually a really good character. Oh, nice, nice. Oh. Yeah, I feel like there has to be something deeper there. It's like, who hurt you to make you this way? But. <laughs> so anyway, so she gets she gets to the palace, and before she's you know swept away, she's prepped and told that the prince, you know, that one, she has to be a virgin, um, because this oh, is... Oh, that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Because this is like was weird. the 17th century, and if you're not a virgin, you're not worth shit. Um, and, and she's told well, that if she's lying, that she will like instantly be disqualified and like punished or something. I don't know. It's confusing. Yeah, I think they they would make her an eight, so she'd be like an outcast basically. She would basically be like a sex worker. They're like throw you on the streets. You're a homeless transient, and you can never like work your way back up the caste system. Right. And then they also told her in, in that same conversation, you must be a virgin. This is of utmost importance. But if the prince makes advances towards you, you have to let him. Yeah. Do not resist him. Yeah. So no you have to have what. sex with him. So you'll be tainted for everyone else. Mm -hmm. But you have to do what the prince says and have sex with him. Yeah. I was just like, what? <laughs> Excuse me. And in <laughs> I have some issues here. Well, in that sense, that's where I felt like America was a slightly better... MC because at least she had the sense to be like whoa wait a minute that's fucked up so you're saying yeah, my yeah. body isn't my body it belongs to you guys which is exactly what they said and that mm -hmm. I should just allow myself to be raped like I'm not cool with that yeah. shit at all and why is my virginity your business so I'm like at least she's like questioning yeah. the bullshit that's happening because um, I feel like the the main overarching story here, or at least what I got from a lot of reviewers, was like, oh, my God, princess. You get to be a princess. How magical. And I'm like, you're you're going to get raped. <laughs> like, are we just going to yeah. glaze over that? Okay. Right. So anyway, so she's at the palace. And, uh, you know, she has a, a hard time fitting in because instantly it's like, let's make you over. Let's throw you in a dress. Let's like, you know, she's all that. What's it called? Beauty makeover you. <laughs> right. All the it girls did, get It did kind of remind me of America's Next Top Model, actually, when they were doing that little. Yeah. Makeover oh, montage yeah. thing. Just going through like how montage. different they made the girls look. And then, of course, they kept her basically the same. So. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, well, they slightly cut my hair a little. They like evened like out that. her complexion. Oh, yeah. No pretty much it uh, i don't know they would have to oh, like sorry. literally make me look like a new person but that's fine so anyway that whole montage happens and uh they're they're setting up the girls to meet the, the prince the next day and um she basically has like a panic attack in her room and she's like i need to get the fuck out of here so what does she do runs. she runs outside Breaks the rules, fuck the rules, and the guards won't let her. But guess who shows up to save her and let her outside? We have our first meet cute. Oh my god! 
fish. <laughs> Panic attack in in the garden, and he comes to rescue her and says, "You let her out into the garden if she wants to go outside, even though it's forbidden." Because right? women's rights. <laughs> Oh my mm-hmm. god, that whole moment just touched me so deeply. I'm just kidding. finally a real man in the room. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so what did you guys think of that that setup for how they met? It's, I'm genuinely it's cheesy, curious. I mean, yeah. 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 I liked it. It's cheesy and you liked it. Yep. Yeah. Nice. It was yeah. I mean, it's it it's just one of kind of those tropey things like like the girl falls and the guy like catches <laughs> yeah. her when she trips or whatever. Um, it was very like that kind of moment. And for the story, I mean, I, it kind of fit and it was an opportunity for them to be alone first. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, it, it, it had a noble cause. It did. It did. And then, we got to see even more how she's not like other girls because what does she do when he starts getting close to her? She goes, oh my God, I was told to like let this dude rape me if he wants to. So she knees him in the balls and he's like, oof, I am offended. I am a prince and I would never do that. And how dare you? Good day to you, lady. And like stalks off out of the garden. That's like their first introduction is she's like, you're a rapist. (laughs) And he's like, you're a vulgar five, basically. Mm. Which uh, is true. (laughs) Yeah. Was that also, was that the first breath she didn't know she was holding? (laughs) No, he released a breath. She she noticed he does does it. Yeah, which is Mm. a new twist on it. It was a twist. Right. It was a twist. Well, this is an older book, so maybe this was the original way it was supposed to be, and all the other authors were like, hmm, no, it would be better if... <laughs> You're not right. aware of your own breath. That's, yeah. that's more like it. Yeah. I, I'd rather not know when I'm breathing. So. <laughs> yeah. Right. Makes it more dramatic. I like way. to be surprised. Will I pass out? I don't know. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. so they had that. Need him in the balls. Yep. Everyone's confused, doesn't talk, but mm. she's pretty and he thinks that she's interesting even though she's <laughs> No girls ever need him in the balls before, so Right? Yeah. I mean way to a man's heart right there. Way to make an impression. <laughs> no. Well, the whole thing is that she's going through this like existential crisis. She had her whole life planned out ahead of her, and it's like, why is this with every every YA novel, if you have a main main character who's, like, poor or, or oppressed, like, all she ever dr- dares hope for is, like, a slightly smaller hovel to call her own <laughs> and just enough food that she, she gets through the winter. <laughs> it's like she right. doesn't ever dream big. They only ever just want, like, I just want enough paint to paint my art in my room alone until I die. <laughs> Alone of old age. (laughs) (laughs) This is my life. And then they get like the world and they're like, oh, I didn't want this. So, yeah, so that's America's thing. And she's really brokenhearted because Aspen dumped her right before she left, which was was some cold shit. Yeah, and so she's having to deal with that conflict. Yeah. It shows, but... (laughs) She, I mean, I don't know. She, she seems to move on pr- 
pretty quick, like, through the store. I don't know. Not necessarily move on, but she, she like, allows herself to experience New the things. selection. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she goes into it because the next day is when they're supposed to meet the prince for the first time. And he's like, don't tell anyone that, like, we met and that you totally, like, beat me <laughs> up. Um, okay. And she's like, okay. So they meet. And it's like he gets like three minutes with each girl before they all sit down to breakfast. And then he ends up eliminating what, like 17 of them right off the bat. But he keeps mm. America because she's not like other girls. No, he keeps her because she's like, look, I don't like you. You don't like me. I don't want to be here. You don't want to be here. Am I right, Maxin? Like, let's just be friends and I will try to hook you up with one of these other sweet ladies and he's like oh my god yes please i'm so bad with women <laughs> he's like i got you why would you care. trust the girl that assaulted you <laughs> he's not the brightest <laughs> prince. it was a misunderstanding <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm so sorry <laughs> yeah Brittany, this is your your pick so why don't you jump in here and and explain what happens next so he decides to let her stay and he eliminates 17 other girls yeah so i'm gonna get it jumbled so basically like she kind of barters for her stay too by being like boohoo i'm poor and this is really helping my family out Mm -hmm. if i can stay here longer and send them food so that's one of the reasons he lets her stay too yeah Uh, and that like warms you up towards maxon actually find out that he's kind of a good guy and then what happens next? cinnamon roll yeah oh yeah (laughs) he's like the golden retriever yeah he is he's just adorable yeah yeah, I don't, like, yeah. plot-wise, I honestly don't remember what exactly happens next. Oh, it's basically just that they go to breakfast, and he, like, flirts with her in front of everybody. So he's like, hey, America, you enjoying that tart? She's like, you know it. And he's like, ooh, <laughs> what if I sent some <laughs> to, your, to your family? Would you enjoy that? She's like, oh, boy, you know I would. Anyway. They flirt, <laughs> and essentially, like, to make a long story short, he bets her that um, she'll, if, like, her family likes the tart but doesn't cry eating it, that she'll go on a date with him. So he, Yeah, like, it's if her, if her, because she says her sister would cry if she yeah. ate it, and he's like, oh, I doubt that. Right. Let's make a bet. Yeah. And it's, like, not a not-so-subtle way for him to be like, I like, I like you, and I'm trying to ask you out. And the author is, like, aware of this as being, yeah. like, an awkward way to do it. So she says it in the book, but it doesn't make it any less cringy reading it. You're like, why is this happening at breakfast? And like, they literally already <laughs> had, like, some alone time together. And he's the prince. Can't he just be like, hey, give me, like, five minutes and hang back. And I want to talk to you. Like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it seemed weird. A weird way to do it. But yeah. uh, But she agrees to go on, like, a date with him. And is immediately, like listen, bro, like, I'm not gonna fall in love with you, so don't even try. And he's like, <laughs> but not even, like, a little? And that's where the golden retriever eyes come yeah. in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, oh, and that bet, if she wins, she gets pants. That's right, because she hates wearing she all those pretty yeah, dresses these all dresses. the time. Oh, dresses. Ugh. So, so she gets pants. And then her sister doesn't cry. And they go, what is their date? They just go on, just like, like walking walk around outside. the garden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. she likes place. the outdoors. <laughs> yeah. And isn't he, like, talking about his other dates or, like, other girls are talking to her about their dates? 
Sometimes she gets a little jelly. Yeah, he doesn't talk to her about the other dates necessarily because he's he's trying to woo her. And even though he's bad mm-hmm. with women, he at least understands that much about it. It's like, don't like be like, oh, when I was with Celeste, she like gave me a blowjob. So, you know. <laughs> um, but uh, the other girls in the selection have gone on a couple dates with him as the story progresses. And they are all, you know, because all they do is like hang out with each other when they're not going on their dates with him so all they have to talk about is their dates with the prince yeah and uh she's like oh wow he took this bitch horseback riding and this bitch to like a personal movie theater and i just got like a walk outside what the fuck (laughs) yeah right (laughs) so i don't know it's a little bit weird because like the way it's done isn't bad but it's like you're trying to build this relationship here and the whole bachelor concept is weird to me knowing that they're dating a lot of other people and you all have to hear about each other's dating mm-hmm. experiences and that part just it's weird to me i don't know yeah yeah i don't i don't get it either like she had a really weird headspace and like what are you fighting for like right. someone who wants to do that doesn't really seem like the kind of person that's going to be a long-term fit i mean i guess it's not his decision to do this. And I think at some point in the story, he expresses that, that he, he doesn't want to be doing this. He doesn't like it either. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of bond over it a little bit, but yeah, I think he just wants to f- kind of focus on his responsibilities. Like he wants to be a leader and it sounds like he is a, um, I mean, wanting to do it, good at doing that. Like and <laughs> him in America eventually start talking politics um right away like he starts telling your like state secrets and shit he's like listen (laughs) right yeah i know that you (laughs) does he give her the diary in the first book uh no i don't think he gave her a diary no i don't know what you're talking about but he he instantly tells her shit and he's like don't tell anyone this by the way but like we just got attacked with these northern rebels that no one knows about and like it's so funny to me because it's like you're gonna go to the girl that assaulted you who told you multiple times she just can't wait to get the fuck out of there and she's using you for food and money and you're like let me tell you all of this yeah. shit <laughs> I'll make her fall in love with me with secrets <laughs> <laughs> um, and then girls love when secrets. does the first yeah right. true. when does the first rebel attack happen pretty early on I want to say it's like yeah, the is third it before day or after the- is it before or after their date with the pants? I think it's after their date with the pants. Okay. I think. So I think that's one of the next main things that happens. The thing about this story is you frequently get like a lot of little things without much detail. Um, mm-hmm. And then when it like, it's like date girls talking about their dates Rebel attack. Yeah. And then it just keeps doing that until the book ends. And and I was like, okay, we're not getting a lot on... You just don't get a lot of anything. Um, Everything is very... I don't know. It's kind of vanilla in this first book. And I I guess it's a lot to introduce, and that's why it's a series. But... um, Yeah, and I feel like like, she kept it short for the sake of, like, trying to capture your attention and, like, keep you reading it because 
it's also YA and yeah, you know, the cover looks like but, a Cinderella story type thing. Yeah. But then the attacks happen and everyone's all scared. And then initially she's like, yeah, it's a scary thing. But then she's like, well, you can't be a queen if you're scared. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God, you're just so much better. You're just so fit for this job. Obviously, I see exactly where this is going. Right. She's like um, comforting the other girls who are like literally mm-hmm. like pissing themselves on the floor and <laughs> crying and right. eating their and own imp- hair. And-, and impressing the queen. Yeah. And, um. And then also saving her help. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I'm going to save one of the later ones. Where are my maids? And uh, the prince is like, who? And I thought that was funny because <laughs> I was like, she didn't say their names. She said their, that, like, where are my maids? And he still mm. was like, wait, who are you talking about? <laughs> 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 but, um, but yeah, you're right. She was very, like, it was shining through and telling the reader, like, prepping us for the fact that, like, you know she's going to be the final. She's going to be the queen. Um, she's showing everyone all the time that she's not just, like, his love interest, but she would actually be, like, a good a good fit for the position, mm-hmm. so to speak. But, um, yeah. But she starts to catch feelings a little bit after they're hanging out, which is funny because the way she set it up when she first introduced Maxon's character on the TV, America's like, what a pussy. But then, <laughs> like, two days into talking to him for, like, half an hour each time, she's like, oh, my God, he's actually kind of, like, I kind of, like, he's kind of cute. And the only thing, like, really holding her character back from, like, feeling a lot for him is that she's still heartbroken about her ex-boyfriend. Right. Which, girl, I feel it. I've been there, but, like, move on. Cut it (laughs) off. Like He's a tool. (laughs) Yeah. And speaking of that tool, so she's finally, like, starting to feel Max in. She's, like, she's caught some feelings. Things Mm -hmm. are going well. Like, she's getting jealous because the other girls are talking about kissing him. She's like, I thought he only kissed me. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. They have their kiss. Um, Which is super cute, by the way. That part, I was like, okay, that's a cute way to introduce, like, a first kiss. Where he, like, basically, like, smacks his face (laughs) into hers. Because he's like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm excited. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm sorry. That was bad. And I was like, aww. Thank you. He's just so cute. He's cute. So everything's all good. They're going through that. And then a fucking asshole shows up again. Like. How does he go from what is he doing like cleaning someone people's houses or something and then mm-hmm. he ends up being security he gets drafted the, basically Oh that's oh yeah. yeah that's right he goes into conveniently like, military and then is very conveniently <laughs> at the castle It's very strange that um that one this country has like a draft but um what's especially strange about it to me is that they they will take the members of the draft and be like, you're good at killing things. Come guard the royal family. <laughs> and like without, you know, any kind of like rigorous training. But I mean, they kind of talked about how he went through some training, but she's only there for like a month. So it couldn't right. have been that it's much. It's so quick. Right. And Apparently they is- have some like Captain America juice that they're pumping into <laughs> him too. Right. <laughs> 
And I'm, but like, they're taking like these random people, and, but they have all these rebels everywhere. Yeah, so yeah. especially not, from lower castes that probably possible. have a lot of animosity towards yeah. higher castes. Right? It just doesn't seem like it makes a lot of sense security-wise. Like I've heard to be like a Secret Service agent, you, you have to pass so many fucking like background checks and personality mm-hmm. tests and psych evaluation. Mm-hmm. That makes sense because it's like, what if you bring someone on who's a psychopath who tries to murder the leader? You know. Mm-hmm. People are always trying to kill monarchies. Okay, history has taught me anything. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. If, does Aspen turn rogue? Well, never mind. That's future books. I'm like, does he turn rogue and like try to <laughs> like join up with the rebels and try to kill some people? Because it's he seems the type. <laughs> yeah, he's. I bet he's very like Gale from Hunger Games about it. Mm. Yeah, fair. Except, I liked Gale a lot more. <laughs> yeah well yeah gail was way more likable of a character right but, yeah that's that's the yeah. thing with aspen where i think she kind of took a misstep is gail wasn't completely unlikable until like the third book well until he hunger games did that last horrible yeah, thing exactly really. everything else about him was fine right where mm. aspen is like immediately unlikable <laughs> yeah yeah same did people do any like do any of the reviewers or readers or whatever like are they are there any team aspens team aspen (laughs) (laughs) yeah because this book is a love triangle and it's like but it's done in a a way that makes it different than other love triangles because you aren't rooting for aspen at all and then i almost feel like at the end of book one she's trying to like make you like him again when he's all like I won't give up and I made a mistake mm-hmm. and I'm so sorry. And it's like, yeah. And maybe cause you know, we're in our thirties and we're like jaded and we've been there before. We're like, Oh, yeah. oh I can smell that bullshit <laughs> uh-uh, a mile right. away. <laughs> yeah. But when you're 16, no, no. 17, you're probably like, Oh, he's sorry. people can change. Yeah. 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 Men can totally Guess what, change. Ladies, they don't change. <laughs> <laughs> we tell it like it is on this podcast. So yeah just uh just a little heads up yeah but yeah I so don't he know. comes back and then he's all like oh he's her guard like then he card her door and then he oh sneaks in every night they like leave the door open and then they're kissing and she feels bad because can we talk for a second about that one line where where he goes in and starts making out with her and she's like, no, Aspen, they'll kill you if they find out. And he's like, I'm going to die if I don't do it. And I was like, ew. Uh, <laughs> the cheese, man. Uh, it was like the worst line. He's so dramatic. Yeah. I'm like, first of all, I would just stop him right there. I'm like, I'm going to stop you right there, okay? You're not going to die if I say no. Right. <laughs> you need to get out because this is ridiculous. Like, yeah, blue timing. balls don't kill you. Right? Not an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> You're more likely to die from that breath you didn't know you were holding. Oh. <laughs> oh, boom, boom. I brought a bake. Come full circle. Um, I'm bet- yeah. I bet in the beginning there were probably Aspen shippers. Probably. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be someone who likes the stupid one. There's always going to be someone that's like, no, I know that he did blah, but let me explain what he was feeling inside because I know <laughs> that he was feeling this way because I'm in love with him. And you're like, all right, girl, live your mm-hmm. truth. Okay. <laughs> okay. Denial. <whatever. laughs> um, 
before Aspen gets there, though, the prince is all catching feelings for her. And um, basically, here's the here's the thing with this. He like explains to America multiple times that, like, you know, he likes her. He wants to, like, do things for her. She tells him, like... Oh my God, Maxon! Like people are starving out there, and he's like, "What? People <laughs> don't have food?" Which is like the dumbest fucking thing, <laughs> right? You're like, what? <laughs> "Hey, bud! Like, you realize you have a caste system? Yeah. And there's pretty poor motherfuckers out there." <laughs> like, you mean to tell me that you're a prince? You're being let in, and all these like major decisions. You're going to the war room and making like huge decisions of state, and you don't know that there's there's literally like people below the poverty line living in your country. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. We'll we'll go with that for the sake of this story. <laughs> so then what does he do? He immediately runs away like in the middle of their conversation with no explanation and then he comes to dinner later, I can't remember what it was, and he's like, "Hey ladies, just so you know, uh that thing we were doing where we were paying you guys, we're going to do less of that now." And also, um, we're like getting more money from you, but it's good because we're going to give it to all the people that you've been trained to hate and be bigoted and prejudiced against your entire lives. (laughs) So now like the eights and the sevens and the sixes of the world will no longer be like starving to death on the streets. And you can all think like America fucking singer. I actually don't know if he Mm. like shouts her out or not. I can't remember, but, um, it was like on, um, the show, right? Like, don't they do the show where they talk about it? Like, they actually sit down and, like, yeah, it's very host. that was a very Hunger Games moment. I like could I not stop picturing the host as like Caesar from the Hunger Games. <laughs> Same, <laughs> I was like, is that Such Stanley Tucci? Oh my god, I yeah. love him. No, but and I started picturing Maxon as PETA, totally, <laughs> right? Totally, Speaking that's why of, this yeah. is gonna be made into a is it a Netflix series or is it a movie? I can't remember. Yeah, which I heard it was a series. It is a series, yeah. And yeah, now all the actresses and actors I know are way too old to play these parts, so. Yeah, I know. Oh my god, somebody uh, asked me that recently. Who would you cast as America in the show? And I was like, my first thought was like, um, I don't even remember her name anymore. Anyway, I was thinking of this one actress, and then I Googled her, and I'm like, she's 46 years old, so (laughs) not that person. Um, I don't know. I don't know any teenage actors, but I'm sure whoever they cast will be great. Better than whoever I could pick, obviously. Right, obviously, yeah. It looks like Yale Grobless, a French-Israeli actress based in L.A. Oh, they've already casted? That's what it looks like. Well, they were like. in, like, pre-production or production already. Oh, probably shit. in production already. And they probably just had uh, to shut down for the for the shutdown. The virus, yeah. The Said it's completed. Production status completed. Not screened yet. Damn. I didn't even know that. I should not look into this enough. Uh, I didn't do, like, hardly any research on the show. This Prince Max I don't recognize black any hair. of these people. Are they going to make him blonde in the show? I thought um, I thought it was good to to make him blonde in the book. I thought that was a good decision. Because <gasps> he's like a dumb blonde. Or he what? was yeah. on <laughs> Vampire no, Diaries. <laughs> it what? literally the guy that's is playing Prince. Of... Sorry, go ahead. Uh huh. 
What? Oh, <laughs> the guy that's playing Prince Maxon is Enzo on the Vampire Diaries. Whoa. Did you watch the so, Vampire Diaries? Time out. I watched that trash. The girl that plays America it. is 35 years old. Oh. Born in 1984. This, this dude was born in She's playing a 16-year-old. Are you guys trying to tell me that I have a chance of being a 16-year-old princess? Because if right. that's what you're saying. Yes. Ah. Get in there, girl. My dreams Go are not Go get you some dead. Prince Maxon. <laughs> this is why teenagers have so many self-esteem issues. It's because they cast these grown-ass women as a... Uh, right? Teenagers. Like, awkward teenagers. Do not maybe they're like changing up the women. maybe they're changing up the age range a little bit though maybe? because uh, they realize that in 2012 it it's might have been acceptable to steal away 16 year old girls from their home and force them to fight for the, a man's hand in marriage, but now it's kind of fucking disgusting, right? Yeah, and to be like you have to have sex with him if he wants, yeah. you know, it's rape and it's, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Maybe so maybe she'll be like 22 yeah. in the show or something, and or I yeah. don't know. That would make or a little 35. more sense. That would be kind of. I think it would be cool, but mm. but it would also be weird at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've talked yeah. about this before, but have you guys ever heard of that uh, "Want to Marry Harry" show? No. Which is basically uh, I've heard of they tricked all these women into thinking like they didn't say it was Prince Harry, but they basically heavily implied that they were uh, kind of on a bachelor-like dating show with Prince Harry, with a guy oh that looked God. just like him. Uh, it was <sighs> the best thing ever. <laughs> that, is, that sounds like highly recommended. It used to be on Hulu. I don't know if it still is, but highly recommend it. It's pretty funny. So they would do things like, so you guys, he's um, kind of a big deal right, in exactly. England. <laughs> like one like episode, that. he had to like rush out and like all these like you know, town cars run up and there's a helicopter that lands out of nowhere and he's like <laughs> running away because there's an emergency or something. It's funny. It's great. Oh my God. And they all believed like truly that it was him. Yeah. Like most of them were like, I don't think it's him. And then like as they go through the series, they're like, shit, it might be him guys. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of mean to do though. Like I know, but it's so funny to watch. All these women even more <laughs> than they're already being humiliated. <laughs> yeah, It's right? pretty great though. That's that's an extra layer of like fuck you right there. <laughs> yeah, no definitely joke. something you can only do like once. Yeah, no, oh, for yeah. sure. Because the next season they're gonna be like, wait a minute, I saw this show. <laughs> I'm not fucking going on that show. Yeah. <laughs> Want to marry William? But uh, it was a bold move. I liked it. That's hilarious, though. Right on. Well, back to this uh, stupid book. Um, <laughs> Okay, so I, I pretty much stopped writing my summary at this point because I was like, I'm writing more in my summary, I feel like, than there are pages written in this book. Because I feel like I have to explain all of the things that are happening that she, you know, does with, like, an, an action. And I like that she does a, a good amount of show instead of tell, but she still does mm -hmm. some of the tell, don't show. Um but what what's weird to me about this book is that the first book ends so abruptly. It's like you have her and Aspen are, you know, making out in secret. And then Maxon is like telling her that he's narrowed down the selection to like the top five, I think. Like he, mm -hmm. he's sped up the process and cut out all the girls that he's like, listen, these bitches are a waste of time. And mm -hmm. he, he tells her like, I kept you because you're the only one that I have like real feelings for. But I kept the others because I don't know if you're going to return those feelings and they, like, make sense politically. Mm -hmm. 
So, mm-hmm. and then it's like at the end, America's like, well, I need to stop fooling around with Aspen, which I thought was like a smooth move on her part to be like, okay, this isn't really cool what I'm doing and we could die, I guess, if we're caught. Um, and she ends the book with like, you know, he's like, you're choosing him over me because he's a little bitch. And she's like, no, <laughs> I'm choosing, I'm choosing me. me. <laughs> which Aww. is cheesy. But for 2012, for the time, I thought I felt like it was good. Um, yeah. But then it just ends and there's no like resolution to anything. Like Celeste is still in the running and she's still like out to get America. Like that scene where she literally tries out. to steal her dress off of yeah, her. She like was rips fucking the scary. Off. Oh yeah. That was scary. And then she like ruins the other girl's dress right before like Maxon gets there and Yeah, it's like her birthday and she spills oh, wine on her. <laughs> that was so mean. That was Such a cruel. good baby. Yeah. But she's then not good. She's one of the just main annoying. Ones... <laughs> <laughs> one of the main ones goes home, right? Like her friend ends up going home. She's like, I just don't like him. Marley. Or something. Yeah, Marley. she goes through her whole thing because she's like, oh, my God, I was like really looking forward to this. And then I'm like, I hang out with him. And I'm like, so do you like stuff? And like they have nothing in common. There's like yeah. no real attraction there for either of them. But she doesn't want to go home either, and there's like a secret. You don't know the reason why. She's oh, they go don't home. get okay. Okay, I don't you can tell that part either. <laughs> <laughs> Should have done the whole series, man. My guess is that Marley's family are are, are in the rebels, and that she's a spy. You're not wrong, Ooh. but it's <gasps> the wrong character. Ah, uh, is it Celeste? Ooh, no, Celeste. I want it to oh. be Celeste though, because she's like a. I two. don't remember any <laughs> of the other girls. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the other girls. Are you guys Aspen. ever gonna finish the uh, series? Aspen's the fucking spy. Don't tell me if <laughs> Aspen's I'm too dumb to be a spy. Too dumb and like too self-absorbed to be oh, a spy. Oh yeah, for sure. that's true. He's that's way so too true. dumb and like so he's only interested in himself. Yeah, yeah, he's selfish. Nah, I feel like I'm gonna. I don't know. I'll hate read it. Yeah. That's what I'll do. And I'll probably like it more. It's fun. It's like, I like it when, um, I just feel kind of overwhelmed by life and <laughs> I just need like yeah easy garbage. Yeah. It is yeah, easy like garbage. It. And it's like so fast paced. It goes yeah. through. It's like one problem after another is coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the problems, uh, seemed to solve like instantly, but then it was the next thing. So you kind of were like, there wasn't a ton of tension, but it was fine mm-hmm. because the whole thing is like a fucking shit show, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. But yeah. Word. I didn't like, uh, I didn't like a, the overall story. I thought it was stupid, but I liked <laughs> a lot of the things she did with it. And I liked, uh, Maxon's character and I didn't hate America's character like I thought so in a way it was like it like it gave me half what I wanted it to give me and half what I yeah. expected yeah. it's kind of I don't know I, I felt like we needed more but I feel like I always do this when we talk about YA is I just kind of expect it I expect more mm-hmm. and then I'm disappointed <laughs> when it's YA, but it's, YA yeah. but it's YA and that's why you read it so that has everything to do with me, nothing to do with the book. Um, I know it is a little yeah. unfair that we specifically pick books that we know we're going to like shit on. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, and then even when we're you know not, I'm gonna hate it. I hate all of them. Even when we're not <laughs> talking about that book, we'll bring up like, oh yeah, just like in fucking like Akotar or you know, like we'll always yeah, like grab other Akotar. books that we're not supposed to be talking about just so we can talk right. about them being bad too. I know that SJM would never listen to this, but if she did, she probably can. You just leave me alone <laughs> for like one episode. <laughs> Don't at me all the time right she wouldn't man be wrong. i come for her often it is like I mean, the easiest just... comparison to make i mean it's right up there with like hunger games and uh harry potter is like these are books yeah. everyone who reads books has read so right yeah it's and it's also like we've all read them and we all felt so similarly <laughs> that it's easy to be like oh yeah you know how you know what i'm talking about like that like that but um but yeah maybe i'm a little bit i i can definitely be a little bit harsh with some of these YA books but that's why I gave yeah. this one a three because if I'm being honest with myself like personal opinion only it's a two-star book at the most but um I bumped it up a little bit because whether or not it was intentional I felt like she did put in some aspects of the dystopian side that I felt like were interesting even if she didn't delve into them a lot in the first book like they're getting their history lesson and I was like really tell me more about how like China randomly decides to invade the U.S. because it's poor <laughs> And they're like, yeah. this is a good investment. Let's let's conquer a country when we have no allies set up for this war. Let's conquer a country that's got its own allies and is really far physically, geographically from our country. <laughs> yeah, Kira Cass is no Pierce yeah, like, Brown, that's for sure. As far as I like, really <laughs> want her to explain this war and the reasons behind it more because it makes no sense initially. You're like, why would China take over the U.S.? Like without having any of this shit in place because like yeah and after they took us over they were like this country's poor as shit and we have no allies and the allied forces for america are gathering against us in war <laughs> like what the hell china's smarter than that okay mm -hmm. they're way smarter than that <laughs> i'm just saying they already own us basically because they own our debt but um but yeah i don't really have too many other like deep thoughts about this book I, I'd highlighted some portions that I just thought were like, ah, that was, that was dumb or <laughs> funny, but nothing. Yeah, go for it. Uh, oh, just like how some of the girls were like, you know, basically ready to like cut each other if Maxon paid one of them like too much attention. So yeah, I she's think America like, gets a little targeted. Oh, she totally that. does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's like, but here, sandwiched between people whose hate I could feel radiating off in waves. I was a coward. I looked up from my plate once to see Chris Ambers twirling her fork menacingly. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do that even? I don't know. Right? <laughs> like twirling, the act of twirling itself, how is that ever going to look menacing, first of all? Right. But, uh, but yeah, just the, the cutthroatness of the girls was a little She's bit Stabbing her spaghetti. <gasps> yeah. This makes me want to read Hunger Games again. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Are you guys going to read that thought. prequel? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't think I'm going to read it, to be honest. Really? Why not? Maybe if you guys like it, but I don't know. I just don't really have any interest. Hmm. I love the Hunger Games. Yeah, I don't, even know, I I don't know what generally, even what it's about, but eh. I might, but like. We'll totally read know. Midnight I... Sun, though. I usually don't like 
like add-ons to things. Like after the yeah. story's done, I just want it to be done. Unless, unless it's Marauders era Harry Potter, and then <laughs> I'm so for it. Yeah. Well, because even this so- series has like a bunch of novellas that go with it, and even like a uh, Run of Glass is the same way. There's I think there's four novellas with that too. Oh, it's just geez. it's just too much. Okay, yeah. Sarah J. Moss What's... needs to stop because where <laughs> Kira Cass like did not give me Glazed enough information. Yeah, SJM gives me so much that I do not give a fuck about. It's yeah. like, and let me tell mm. you about this province that the main character visited <laughs> one time for you know six months while she was training back in her youth, and now I'm going to explain all the politics of this province. Hundred years of backstory. <laughs> yeah, like nobody cares. I'm sorry, but we don't care. Oh, oh, the other note I made here was that Maxon is a thirsty bitch. <laughs> like, she says, actually, Maxon, I think you will find your soulmate here, honestly. And he goes, really? His voice charged with hope at my prediction. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry to laugh Aww, at you, kiddo. He's but, so sweet. Uh, <laughs> he so is. So cute. It's just, it's just funny. Like, he's totally the kid that we would have all picked on if he grew up with us. Yeah. He's a target. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Falls in love or the like one that, like, like, that's always dropping something in the hallway. And you're just like, oh, buddy, let me help oh, you. Oh, buddy. I'll be your friend. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go for a walk? Walk? Walkies? Treat? Oh, this part I thought was stupid. Uh, the moment that she sees that Aspen's like been relocated to the palace and she's like, oh, and they stare at each other or whatever. And Maxon's right there and it says, Maxon caught on. America, do you know this young man? It had been more than a month since I'd seen Aspen, but this was a person I'd spent years committing to memory. The person who still visited my dreams. I would know him. And I'm like, bitch, who forgets a face in a month? Like, you say that, right? like, well, we have been apart for so many days, but <laughs> I would right? know him anywhere. <laughs> oh, I know. You, you've dated him for two years. Yeah. Like, why do we got to be dramatic about this? Your face has changed so. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, mm. Wait, Maxon said, do you know this young man? Yeah, because he doesn't know that it's the dude that she told him about. Because no. she goes into her heartbreak right. thing. My gr- no, my grievance is that he calls him young man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How old is Maxon? Because he's like secretly <laughs> an old man on the inside. Oh, he right. totally is. <laughs> and he calls everyone my dear. My dear. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. Such a dork. Aww. He's such a dad. That's what he is. <laughs> he's a cutie for sure. I'm not like hating on it um but i gotta call it out when i see it (laughs) of course he's not smooth at all but i still like it i like it a lot oh no there's a train (laughs) i'm probably gonna be able to hear it you know i don't think i could ever hear it when we were talking but i could always hear it later on the record but it was never like loud loud it was just background kind of noise oh i heard it i think It's yeah, here I didn't pretty loudly. <laughs> I didn't have too much else to say on it. I just I think that my main rant was, and I shortened it for the sake of, was that I don't like how much like 
her mom and her and everybody was like do you see that what that girl's wearing to get her photo taken or like oh she's wearing so much makeup she looks like a clown and i was like mm-hmm. oh this is so gross like mm-hmm. it's just this, yeah. it's very like desperate housewife like i'm not saying anything but she totally got work done it's like why are we being like this <laughs> right like what what does it matter yeah Oh, but I'm naturally beautiful. Well, that's what people tell me. I don't think so. I don't see it. I just want to wear pants. I'm not like other girls. I just want to wear pants <laughs> like and her. cook yeah. for my poor husband. <laughs> but I'm barely any makeup. In <laughs> but she's so beautiful in her photo because she thinks that Aspen might propose to her that she's radiating with like radiating. gorgeousness. Mm-hmm. She's radiant <laughs> is a better way of saying that, but. I fucked it up, so whatever. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. You conveyed your message. Yeah. That's the point. It was there. It was there. But yeah, so three stars, the selection. Maybe I'll read the next one. I don't know. We'll see. Should give it a shot. Perhaps. It's quick. Perhaps. I'm not going to buy it. I'm like 12 it. books behind on my Goodreads goals. Oh, really? Oh. For the What's year? your goal? I, I, think I did 55, I think, and I've done, I don't know. I don't even know how many. Not a lot. Oh, no. I did 52, and I read 15 books. Let me see where I'm at. 15 books this year. I'm only at 12, so that's not so oh. sad. Yeah. How many do you have, Penny? Uh, let's look. I think I put my goal at 90. Let's see where I'm actually at, though. I don't remember. Thirty-two. Wow. Oh. So I'm like one book behind schedule. Yeah, I'm like eight yeah. books behind. <laughs> but if I finish all the books I'm in the middle of, that'll put me over the edge. I was going to say, if you finish all the books you're in the middle of, you'll probably beat my whole goal for the year. Right? Yeah. I know. It oh, my gosh. I'm and I literally like so keep picking too. up more just because I, I just can't I did that stick too. with anything. I yeah. Gemini the other day, which is the second one to Illuminae. Yeah, I still haven't finished um, Illuminae. Still haven't read Illuminae. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. still haven't finished I, Serpent and Dove. Oh, I, I don't know that. how you couldn't. I finished that, that one in like two I, yeah. days. Really? I was so addicted Same. to it. I needed to know yeah, what was going on. I had to get yeah. hooked in, I guess. Uh, how, well, I am almost done with. Page four? No, I'm like halfway through. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, okay, well then, Meg. yeah. <laughs> I am <laughs> like, Best Laid Plans is coming along pretty good. And that actually does have a really good narrator for it. Oh, good. I'm so glad that you're reading that one. I really, really enjoyed it. And that one is like... It is cute. And it's like cute kind of cringy trash. sometimes. But... For sure cringy, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's cute. I don't want to... Like, every time I'm listening to it, I'm like, this is so dumb. But at the same time, I like, can't stop listening to it. For that, for me, that one was five-star trash. Yeah, I was okay. like, this is stupid. I it love is. every yeah, it's like... part of it. <laughs> yeah. It's cute. It's so and, Like, cute. you know exactly how it's going to end. But oh, yeah. For it's sure. It's a journey, you know? It's the journey. But yeah, the, the audiobook for that is actually really good. Oh, good. I, I don't know. I think I'm... I keep saying I'm done with why I love stories, and then I read them again, and then I'm like, why? <laughs> Serpent and Dove, though, I loved that. I loved it. Yeah, I need to finish um, that one. I just finished uh, Beach Read by Emily Henry, um, who has written some YA stuff, but she wrote like an adult romance so and this I, one's adult, this beach read one? Yeah, okay. I loved it so much. It's this girl that's the one in Michigan. Mm-hmm. Takes place in Michigan. And, yeah, I have um, to read it. Sometimes. She, 
they're both authors. So she's she's an author. She goes, um, like inherits his house through some different events, and there's lots of drama. And then, uh, like her neighbor is who the story like takes place with. I'm trying to be very vague, um, <laughs> but I really loved it, and I just devoured it. It was it was exactly what I wanted, and it's not it's not just like cheesy fun. Like it's it's, it's going right into it. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> um, have to see. I think I tried to see if it was on the library, but I don't think it is. Yeah, I think it just came out, or it. I got it from Book of the Month, so okay. yeah, it's a new. I well, think it's it good. I might just buy it. I'll just see. I think I'm gonna get I that really one like soon it. too when I do my next little book buying thing. Yeah, I need to stop buying books. (laughs) There's so many to read. I just keep thinking, like, if I keep buying them, then I'll find one that sparks all the joy to want to read it. But I just get them, and I read, like, 100 pages, and then I never go back to it. Yeah, (laughs) I... I was gonna. I was doing that with a couple books, and I definitely have ones that I'm in the middle of doing that with right now. And I had to force myself to finish them because I'm part of two book clubs. So I was like, okay. Mm. But by the way, Crave. I know I mentioned to you guys. Mm, yeah, that's on my. Because Hoopla has that one on the audiobooks. So. Oh yeah. So that one started for me. Started out as like, oh my god, I fucking this is so stupid. And then I was like, okay, actually, it could be kind of good. And then it went back to stupid and then back to good and it was such a roller coaster and i kept expecting it to get better because it would get better for like a few chapters and then it would devolve into stupidity again (laughs) so i ended up rating it a three star but i i only did that because i honestly didn't know what to rate it like it was a two star a one star and then at sometimes it was a four star so i honestly don't think you guys are gonna like it very much uh the the main we'll character see. insta falls in love with the vampire bad boy it's very mm-hmm. like twilight-esque but not twilight exactly so and, um, my friend was asking because she uh was like man i wish there was more books like coldest girl in cold town so i told her about crave it's like this is vampire stuff like i haven't read it yet but it's on my list so mm-hmm. i might have steered her wrong but uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's definitely not like Coldest Girl in Cold Town to me. But it has vampires. It has vampires. That is like the only connection, I would say. Um, (laughs) The main character is really annoying. Like really, really. She's really dumb. She makes a lot of stupid fucking decisions that don't make any sense. Even though you're hearing it all from her perspective the entire time. You're like, what did you just think to yourself? Like she inner (laughs) monologues a ton in the book. So most of it is her like inner monologuing everything that she is assuming is going on with other characters. And it's really, really mm. boring and annoying at times. And then the vampire she falls in love with, who's apparently this really dangerous, like hot guy, tells her that his favorite song of all time is Truly Madly Deeply by Savage Garden. Nice. That's a good <sighs> pick. Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> For like an immortal. <laughs> Oh my god, right? I mean, that's what I thought. I was like, of so all the songs, of all right? the music ever created anywhere <laughs> ever, he's gonna go Savage Garden. Like, nobody's favorite song is oh, a I Savage Garden song. Except maybe the author of this book. I'm and so she old, was like, because like that is an <laughs> old like, song, too. Yeah, <laughs> you're like a tween. Right? And 
just had too many feelings. Oh my god. But no, the oh, book kind of led me astray because it was supposed to be like this school for supernaturals and there's dragons and dragons can take like human form and everything. I'm not, none of this is a spoiler. It's all like pretty instantly you figure it out. But then it was like really boring. It was just about her being obsessed with this one vampire and her being really stupid the whole time. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> that just sounds like oh, my life. That's a bummer because I like all the other stuff. <laughs> No one wants to read that book. If I wanted to read a book about Brittany. Okay, I would have just called her. <laughs> it's me doing dumb shit over and over. Yeah. Mm, I feel that. I feel that. <laughs> anyway, it had it had well, good right. parts, but overall it sucked. So would not mm-hmm. recommend. Alright. Maybe I won't. Yeah, read this it then. is we saw the like... Savage Gar- the Savage Garden thing has intrigued me. I mean, you could right. totally read it and form you might like it more than I did. I don't know. I do. How love long garbage. is it? It's 600 pages long. Oof. Oof. I don't know. Yeah. I have, so the audiobook is available. So if I do it, it's going to be listening to it. Yeah. Oh, uh, while you're. Yeah. That makes it a yeah, little bit doing more. Doing other stuff. Yeah. I mean, it might mm-hmm. be worth it for that. At the end, it was. Uh, it set it up for a sequel, but it did it in the exact way Ninth House did it. Mm, okay. Mm. So you're like, well, I have to keep going because you did that. But I don't know that I want to keep going. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, and it is it's Tracy Wolf, right? Yeah, and apparently she mostly writes like adult romance books. Like I, mm. I saw the other stuff she's written, and it's all the ones with like the super ripped dudes without shirts on on the covers. Nice. Uh, mm. No offense to those books or the people <laughs> no that ice. read them, <laughs> but it does explain. <laughs> it does explain why a book about like supernatural creatures in an exclusive boarding school in Alaska is mainly just about how she wants to make out with one dude the entire time. Mm. Jackson Vega. <sighs> <laughs> what is that his name? Yeah, that's yeah. that's the vampire's name is Jackson Vega. Ooh. Well, it came through, and I think it's ready to borrow from my library. So we can perhaps... all hate read it together, and if you guys we don't could. finish it, then that's fine with me. <laughs> DNF episode, yeah, no. <laughs> all right, episode. all right. I love a good hate read. Yep. Well, cool. Well, speaking of hate, do we want to do love and hates? Oh, oh yeah, man. I forgot about that. I don't even know what's happening. My... I don't know. Every day feels the same. Right? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's my hate. My hate is work, 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 work. And the fact that some people decide to do online shopping when they don't understand anything about how the internet works. And then they <laughs> abuse the shit out of me because they don't know how to shop online. Yeah. I yeah. hate those people. I hate the Karens of the world. <laughs> Fuck you, Karen. There, I said it. I said it. Come at me. Watch, I get like, a lawsuit from some stranger named Karen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How dare you? My name's Karen. My mother's <laughs> name is Karen, and she's a nice lady. <laughs> I am so offended. <laughs> um, My love is that next week I get a four-day weekend because, indeed, it's is Memorial Day. Oh. Uh, well friday i'm getting a company like indeed is doing a company-wide like day off nice so 
I get on Friday, but my hate is that because I'm still a contractor, I don't get paid for that. So now, oh. so oh. for the next four days, I get to work seven thirty to six thirty to make up for it. Boo. But yeah, which I may not, I may not do. I may just be like, fuck it. I'll just take, take the my. Hit. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Might be worth it. I'm so tired. Like I need a day off. I like. I know it's working from home and I don't have to commute and stuff like that, but holy shit, like I've worked harder since Corona started (laughs) than before. I swear it's been exhausting and I'm just, my brain feels like mush. That's probably why I don't read. I'm not even sure how I'm able to talk to you right now, (laughs) but yeah. All good. What about you, Brittany? Yeah. I'm super excited for Memorial Day too, actually. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't really have any strong feelings about anything right now. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I feel that. That's, that's fair. <laughs> if ever a time to be just yeah. very neutral. Yep. Yeah. Just kind of cool. Floating through it one day at a time. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. I think that's fine. I think that's a good way to end off. We're all just trying to float through it one day at a time. Yeah. I love that we got to come back for a special quarantine edition. And yeah, that that fun. I didn't piss you guys off by talking a little shit today about the selection. <laughs> I love when when you talk shit. And then Brittany's always neutral. And you either love it or, or you hate it. Or, you know, sometimes you're neutral. But I'm always like scorched earth. Uh, and <laughs> so I like when you come to my side. That's true. It's fun. It is fun. Oh, we didn't do a review, but um, I'm guessing it's getting kind of late, so we should probably just wrap it up. Yeah. The yeah. reviews um, on Goodreads for this are pretty funny. Some people uh, oh, have right. strong yeah. feelings. I never read any reviews. I'm going to have to look at some. Yeah. Yeah. If you get a chance, one thing I will say is that uh, if you're going to take the time to go and write a whole really long, some of them are really long review about how you absolutely hated this book, you should at least like think it through because some of the really long hate reviews really just came out as tangents that didn't make a lot of sense. (laughs) And I was like, man, Uh. they felt so strongly. They didn't even bother to like you know, quantify their feelings or, or uh, articulate how they felt in any kind of way that would have related to another person that also hated it. It was just like, and then she was stupid. And then again, she was stupid. I'm like, we get it. She's stupid. <laughs> mm, so. She's pretty dumb, yeah. There's a lot of shitty love- reviews about a shitty book. Who would yeah. have thought? <laughs> One of these just says, gods of Olympus, help me. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just by that review, it sounds like maybe not a book that is for you. Yeah, is yeah, is really for you. I did like that. Um, one reviewer said that there were so many ridiculous names in this. She said, "I know that uh, Suzanne Collins did the same thing, but while it works in Hunger Games to underscore the absurdity of the society, the silliest names come from the capital of career districts. Here, it just makes all of our descendants sound stupid." Stop smoking pot, kids. Your progeny will be born dumb and their progeny and name their progeny things like America, Aspen, and Clarkson. Please think of the children. (laughs) So that was pretty pretty good. Man. Well, this was fun. I'm glad we got to come back together and chat. We'll have to do it again when we read the next one or some other trash novel, maybe for Crave. Oh, my God. I have so did many thoughts freeze? about Crave. <laughs> oh, wait, did we lose Meg? 
No, she's here. Just on my end. Just on your end. Yeah. Oh, I can't see Meg anymore. Oh no. Oh. Oh, bye, Meg. That's all right. <laughs> we can we can wrap it. Like, up. It's like a little triangle with an me? exclamation point in it. Oh. She's here. I can hear her. Hmm. Oh, well, I guess that's time for us to say goodbye. <laughs> Bye, guys. Great review. Subscribe. Bye. Goodbye. Oh, stop. So-